choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Alright, yo, 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 what up? This is uh, Kells at KMGZ on Thanks for Asking. I'm back. This is uh, episode 100. And I got a special guest today. I told y'all with the new change in format, I'm going to be rotating guests in and out. Because I know y'all don't want to just hear from me. Um, although I have gotten overwhelming uh, positive uh, feedback thus far, but still trying to keep it interesting, cause I don't be having shit to say all the time anyway <laughs> so, this is gonna be like a little special episode, y'all know like I had, I had my beige unique on here before, I like to bring on people that do dope shit, that I could talk to about dope, the interesting shit that they do, cause you know, we all got like the job we do, and then the job we really wanna be doing, and right, so right. I like to bring those people on because part of the part of the way I got to where I am now is by watching people and reading and studying and looking listening to interviews on different people and listening to people's journeys and the different things they did and try to you know work that into what I was doing to figure right. out what I want to do and so I like to do those same things when I was coming up trying to be an entertainment lawyer and you know so might be some people out here who want to cook want to be chefs and so, and so, with no further ado, y'all know I'll be doing this intro admin shit, so I'm trying, I'm trying to get a, a, a groove here, so, you know, work with me for a little bit. But uh, introduction. Yes. So, with no further ado, introduce yourself, and uh, tell the people... Let's be in the kitchen. <laughs> y'all know we, y'all know, I told you we're gonna keep it gay, it's not a gay show, but oh. we're gonna keep it gay, we got some gay shit. Um, uh, yeah, this is uh, Let's Be in the Kitchen um, on Instagram. If you guys know me, I've uh, been on there like three, four years. Uh, the real life name is Aram. Uh, I'm not giving y'all my last one. Nah, no governments. No governments. No governments, but uh, yeah, it's Aram, aka Let's Be in the Kitchen. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for coming. What's your Twitter? Give me your Twitter, unless you don't want them following you and shit. Uh, they can follow me on the Instagram. So All right. That is uh, at L-E-S, the letter B-I-N, the kitchen. You can follow me there. All right, boom. So let's get into it. So I, I, um, I don't know how I found you on Twitter, but, like, I noticed for a minute. No, I do know how I found you on Twitter because I be looking for, like, mad gay. I be looking for gays to follow, but <laughs> lesbian. I, I follow way more gay males because le- I'm sure, as you know, like, lesbian Twitter is... Lesbian Twitter is notorious, and it's ugh. so yeah. I follow like five of y'all, cause, <laughs> cause I, you know, I like to keep riffraff off my TL as much as possible. It's a lot of riffraff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I think that's probably how I found you. And then I saw you like posting your food and stuff. And like, I ain't a chef, but like, I could follow a recipe. But I like to look at different. Um, you know, I like to look at shit like that, but you made yours made it look easy. Like some of these recipes, niggas got like lemon peelers and zesters and all these fucking tools and shit. I'm like, man, I ain't got all that shit. Like I need some regular shit. They be like, you, yeah, like all these special instructions. You need to take the zest from the blah blah. I'm like, look, if it can't be sliced or chopped, I what the fuck you talking about? So, 
Right, so I saw I saw you and you was making like regular shit, like chicken wings and steaks and I don't eat red meat, but I mean it looked pretty tasty. So I was like, Oh, okay. So and um I don't know how y'all do it. How do y'all y'all post this so like you can see each step as it goes along the way? That was cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I, listen, cause I, I follow you and I love your just take on so many things and we got the same mutual friends, so that's how we ended up following each other. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm always like Oh no, I'm not. Oh, I know how to do it. I just refuse to do that. Why? Because when Twitter first started, it wasn't no link to conversation. That was a part of Twitter. You had to be able to follow the thread. So I feel like nothing I put is that deep or that disconnected that you can't follow the thread. So I refuse to do that shit. I'm like, I when y'all want to see y'all threads, I click on y'all account and I follow it down. It is not difficult. I am not. Stringing no threads together. That's new shit. I hear that. But for but for food and uh, yeah, quick little recipes, it, it definitely helps. Um, yeah, to be able to string out uh, my my approach to cooking. Yeah, it's definitely um, that makes sense for cooking. Yeah. But for regular ass tweets, we ain't in. Listen, you if you can't follow my shit without me linking it, then you don't need to follow me because I don't feel like it's that difficult. So you said the flakes because when you say to me jerk marinade, yeah. th- that's what I go to buy the bottle with the jerk marinade right. in it. How do you? What do you mean flavors? Like what do you do? You t- like how? Like I, I feel like I can't take. I, I I know what goes in the jerk, but I can't like taste a jerk sauce and be like, oh, that's a boysenberry. I need to go get. But like, how did? Is that what you do? Like how did? Is, is I feel like that's a gift because I can't do I'm that shit. Boysenberry. Um. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like whatever I'm, essence I'm, of mint or whatever the fuck. But how do you know that that's what that is? You taste it or you just know that that's what's in there? Oh, I, I like, Google the recipe the jerk chicken. Oh, alright, alright. That's what I was trying to figure out. Because, no, there's some niggas that could do that. Like, they'll taste the sauce and be like, oh, that has mustard and Dijon and thyme and this and that. And I'll be like, word? Like, mustard oh, to me. Right, right? Like, yeah. So, sorry. My, my day job is like, no, it's okay. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's just one of those things. So I, I like to just cook quick, kick it up, think outside the box, trust my flavor. 
flavors. Okay. And like my first cookbook has a lot of cumin in it because I was going through a cumin. What is it? Shout it out. What's your first? What's your first uh, one? It is called Culinary Cool Everyday Food. Um, put that out like two years ago. Is it on? Uh, is it a link on your Instagram? It is on the Instagram. Right. I started this whole food journey like four years ago. Okay. Um, I was my original degree is television production. I was producing reality TV for oh, eleven shit. years in LA. Oh and shit! Oh, that's how you know LA. Okay, I was like, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Sean and Naima, all the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't um, like that? Yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> producing all that crap, like, well, not crap, but like Ray J's crusty. Anyway, producing yes, yes. and working, and then it all hit a wall. So I, so big companies started buying small production companies. Right, right, right. Legit TV was like, you made reality TV for eleven years. So what do you know about like, this? Yeah. Right, so I uh, was out of work for two years and started cooking. And uh, my friends was like, "Yo, do something with your food." And my best friend um, came up with the name "Must Be in the Kitchen," and we were like, "Well, we're smart women. What can we do? Let's figure out how to publish a book." You know, "Lesbian in the Kitchen" could go two ways, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, I hated that title at first, and she was like, "No, no." Make no. sure y'all wipe them counters down. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, yeah, right. I, I am not a trained chef, so I didn't want to get sued. Um, and yeah, that's been almost four years now. Um, working on the second book right now, Bacon, Bitches, and Breakups. Yes! I love it. That's going to be named this episode, Bacon, Bitches, and Breakups. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do I love that. it. What, what, that's going to be a very different book. It's, what it's what inspired that title? What inspired that title? Um, I mean, it's self-explanatory, but... <laughs> Alright, you old like me then. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I never tell nobody how old I am. I'm older than you though, but not that much. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. the bacon part, the bitches part, so business and woke people don't come for me. It just fits the title. I adore women, even though y'all are stressful as fuck. As fuck. Um, so that, that, that bitches part comes in that part, and then breakups, because I'm a lesbian, and I've been dating women for 20 years, so... <laughs> That's what I always say when people say people are gay or choose to be gay. I'm like, my nigga, if I could like men, do you know how much easier my fucking life would be? Like, all the time. Like, I'm going to get to judgment day. Like, Jesus, you know I didn't pick to talk much about my feelings. I should just come in, God, because... I mean, come on, man. You, right, I brought bacon. Can I come into heaven? You, you oh, gave, man. you gave me a fucking hand, and I played that bitch. So, can, you know what I mean? Like, you're right, right. Bacon bitches and breakups. Um, hopefully, I'll put it out this year. If not, I'll put it out next year. It's gonna be dating tips and a couple of my crazy stories, like when that married lady's wife chased us in a car in Seattle. And wait, what? Nah, not very. What? What? I, you gotta, you gotta, you gonna have to get the book for that. All right, all right. It's, it was a moment. I have to say, it was my only dramatic ass lesbian dating moment. Who? In like Twenty years of dating with women. Whose wife was it? Was it the girl you was dating's wife? Or? Yeah, it was her wife chasing us. You knew she was married or not? Nah? 
to separate it. Oh. But that's my fault for not being like, see me with some divorce. I'm divorce. not judging. I was just trying to get the facts. That's all. Just trying to get <laughs> so, the facts. Yeah, that happened. Um, so the book is going to have a couple funny stories. Um, you know, bacon and pork and why are you making the ultimate BLT at 3 a.m. Either it has amazing <laughs> orgasms or some broad broke your heart. So it's going to be a different type of cookbook. Yeah. That's 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 dope. That's dope. That's that's real good. Um, what was I about to say? Where you where are you based out of DC, right? I am. I just moved to DC a year ago. How'd you get to DC? Where are you from originally? Detroit. Hey. The D. I didn't Three know that. Okay. You like the Three. second person. Every every person I ever met from Detroit. I know a lot of people from Chicago. Not that many from Detroit. Every person I've ever met from Detroit has been cool as shit. Chicago niggas, to me, my opinion, little. They tad big country. Like. Yeah, they got more of the countryside. I love Chicago. What up, Chicago? Um, but they definitely more of the country. Southern people. That yeah, which, up. which is shocking because Chicago's a big ass city. And because when I was in, when I was in college before, when I was falling, um, my boyfriend, <laughs> my boyfriend freshman year was from Chicago. And I remember the day I met, we was, um, I went to Cornell. I started out at Cornell, transferred out. Y'all know the story, but, um, I went there for, I, fit, I I didn't graduate from Cornell, but I consider that my school because I went there for three years and I just yeah. got yeah. my degree somewhere else because my daddy wasn't paying no more money. But yeah. um, freshman year, uh, Cornell has like program houses, and so one of them is called Ujima. It's called a black people stay, whatever. And when you're a freshman at Cornell, just to get to know people and get to lay the land, most of the black people go to that dorm. And even if you don't, okay. if you don't live in that dorm, that's where the social circle is or whatever. So I remember he came up to me. His name was Howie. He was from Chicago. And this is, I'm an old nigga. So this is the 90s when Jordan and the Bulls and everything was still on their run. This nigga in all red. This nigga like a blood. He got on a Chicago Bulls hat. We had an Ivy League school. We had an Ivy League school. This nigga got on a Chicago hat, a red. He dressed like Bernie Mac. You know how Bernie Mac used to dress? But he's in all red. He came up to me, and I'm falling. My hair was still long. I looked way when I was before this. I looked way different, right? Gotcha. He like, hey, shorty. I turned around. I'm like, I'm in. I'm Cornell's in upstate New York. We had a. I, this is a prestigious institution. This I have come. I have come here to meet prestigious people. I'm expecting these Martha Vineyards motherfuckers to walk up on me with they <laughs> polos and. and and he go, this nigga dressed like a fucking blood. I'm like, who is you? I thought he was like security or something. He like, my name is Howie. I'm like, I'm from. I'm like, where you from? Georgia, Savannah. Surely this nigga from Mississippi. So his accent was so thick. I'm like, surely this nigga's from Mississippi, Georgia, Alabama, some fucking. He talking about I'm from the shy. I was like, the what? The shy, Chicago, Chicago, nigga. Why are you so country? Oh my god, you sound like you from fucking Mississippi. And then I found out because everybody in Chicago is from Mississippi, and yeah. they just drove straight up there, but they accents with them, and they clothes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely got more of the southern style. Uh, Detroit. My family's originally from St. Louis. Oh, okay. And then my whole family's still in Detroit. Cool. Um, yeah, and then I was in LA for eleven years, Seattle for two, and now I've been here for a year. How'd you like Seattle? I had a, a another boyfriend when I was falling. I got. I, I did my thing. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever I did, I, I you know, I whatever. I, I'm, I'm charming. Anyway, 
when I um I, I had a, I had a boyfriend. He he was he from Philly like me. He went out to Seattle for work. Then he came back in two weeks. He was like, hell, I did not like it out there. He was this was a while ago. This was like maybe ninety. He was like, I ain't seen no. I was out there for two weeks. I didn't see no black people the whole time I was there. Accurate, Yeah, he said that too. a bold statement. The only... You've been to the South, though, right? The only... Wow. Alright. Alright. I took your word for it. I probably will never go to Seattle, though. Like, I I don't... I went to Berkeley... Me, I went to my ex went to Berkeley, so it trip took a trip up there with her and her friends, and I was like, "This is far north as I ever need to be." It's no black people for real. I would have to call my other black friends, like, "Yo, yo, yo, can we go to brunch?" Because I have not seen another person of color in several weeks. That's what I heard, and then there's no sun up there, so I heard not only white, they like pasty white, like super white. My friends were like, "Why are you leaving?" I was like, "Well, a my dating life, like, <laughs> I dated the other two lesbians, so crazy <laughs> married." Chicken, chicken, raw chicken cutlets. Exactly. So, yeah, but it's a beautiful place. I'm going back um, in July for a wedding. Well, maybe he's he's a Republican friend that actually voted for Trump. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I just don't want to stand up doing the vows doing like. Does anybody have just calls and be like, yo, nigga? <laughs> I mean. I'm sure I know a lot of people. Actually, I don't know. People I knew in the military, the ones that I that I consider my friends that I fuck with, I don't think any of them vote for Trump because I just don't understand how you can be in the military and vote for them. But whatever, we ain't gonna go on that. But what I wanted yeah. to ask you was, so what is your plan? Like, are you gonna stay in D.C. or like ultimately, what do you want to do? You want to go back to L.A. or Detroit? Like, what do you want to do? Well, you know, because you follow my personal Twitter, I about this humidity. This I, after 14 years on the West Coast, <laughs> I. So, um, <laughs> I'll probably be in D.C. another year, Max. Yeah, D.C. is particularly bad as far as humidity goes because it's in a it's swamp. ridiculous. Yeah, people I don't know that. D.C. is a swamp. All government land, all government base and government, it's always the cheapest land that they can find. So, it's, it's not good land. And D.C. is a swamp. Awful. Yeah. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. So, um, back west... For sure, for a moment, but not back to LA because uh, they're pretentious. Um, not so great food. The food is just all right. Um, yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, right. The food in LA is just and okay. but don't let them tell it, boy. And the thing about LA is, you would be okay with the food just being all right if right. they let it be all right. But they try so hard. Oh, this is it's, just like New York. No, it's fucking not. It's not. It's, it's not. The food is basic. Yes. The drinks are overpriced. Yes. And goddamn strong. Yes. And it's it's the 
Fashion Week is bullshit. Bullshit. Right. They drive you nuts with that shit. But it's just like this park is just like Central Park, ma'am. This park is two blocks long and it has four benches in it. This is not like Central Park. Can you just please just be quiet and have your little piece of park? But Malibu is great. Yes. Smoke a J, drink some more wet, eat some fried chicken. Um. So yeah, not LA, maybe San Diego. But the ultimate goal would be honestly like Thailand and open up a bomb ass chicken shack at the end of the beach until this shit is up. Um, I feel you. I feel you. I, I want to. People think I'm playing, but I really, I really, my dream is to like find a West Indian girl and just retire to somewhere like an island, Cuba, or something. you can't go to Jamaica because they kill somewhere where you could be gay and ain't got to worry right. about them killing you, which is not a lot of places in the Caribbean, but I hear there's a few. Exactly. exactly. Barbados is one, so I've heard. If we're not in the Z Pac, um, if <laughs> take my ass to an island, man. <laughs> yeah, you ever um? So background about me, I don't know if you know this. So my um, I actually own. A, I don't run it now because my, so my father passed. My father had a lot of property um that he owned and he passed and he left it to me. He left it to split between me and his wife. But I grew up like my family. My dad's always been an entrepreneur. Well, he. Started out as a hustler when way before I was born, and by the time I came along, he decided he had to. A few things happened. My father's from. I'm from Philly. He's not from Philly. He grew up. He was from Philly from me seven. He was in the Nation of Islam. If you know anything about Philly and the Nation of Islam, you know around like the yeah. six they had a little some things that happened. Yeah, so and and that happened a little bit before I was born. So by the time I was born, he was getting his like you know I got a daughter now. I got these niggas is crazy. I ain't trying to go to jail also cuz a lot all all of his friends except for like two are in jail for life and they've been in jail for life since I was a baby. So these motherfuckers been in jail they my whole life. Never getting out cuz in Pennsylvania when you get life is life. They don't give you no parole. So um in an effort to clean up and clean his money up, he bought a lot of shit. One of the things he bought was a restaurant. So I actually my whole life um that's how he supported us. So from the time I was like 12, 13 years old, I've worked in a restaurant so that's why like I tweet a lot on, uh, but it was like, it's Philly, so we made like, cheese, it's, it's like a deli slash cook to order, so we make cheesesteaks, hoagies, deli sandwiches, fried chicken, you know, like a, a, a fucking chicken spot, right, but it, you know, really popular is it, you know, we, it's like if you go anywhere in West Philly and say my dad's name or my dad's store name, they'll know okay. what it is because my father was Muslim before it was, was hip to be Muslim. So he had the name of the store, Southside, positively no pork. So his, all the halal and then everything that everybody's on now, my dad was doing that shit in like 1974, 1975 because he Muslim and they don't eat pork. So they, he kind of, made a reputation on that, so if you go to Philly now, and say the name Southside, niggas be like, oh yeah, that they, they know it, so anyway, I grew up on that, so, I know a lot about a food, food service, I mean, like, I could make hoagie, I could run a restaurant in my sleep, because eventually we've expanded, we got a barbecue pit, then we got a little sit-down section, so eventually it was a restaurant, and as you know, when you have a business, you have to do all parts, so, you know, I had to do everything from the, the, the oven to the register to whatever, whatever you need to do, you need to do, so, I can, I always tell my friends, hey, going out with me, because whenever we in a restaurant, I see shit going wrong, I be like, oh, he fucking up, look at the way, like, I just point everything out, because it's managed, yeah, like, it's, because it's always bad management, if you have bad service, it's because they have, they don't have the, 
Okay, you can't have your slowest waitress in the most busy section. You gonna sit the sexy, busy people, you gotta get her some help, or you gotta, so, anyway. Exactly. It's it's not easy. It's not. And people... And that's the thing, like, right now, you know, I don't even like to to call myself a chef, because, again, I'm, you know, a a kick-ass home cook that is moving into a lane, and I still, I respect the craft so much. Right. But and everyone on Instagram, like right now, everybody is chef. Everybody trying to be famous. Everybody yes. is popping off. Yes, everybody God is is doing this shit, and I'm still doing it from this creative passion place. And I'm like, hey, if I ended up with a restaurant, I wouldn't even cook in the bitch every day. I just want to come kick it in the front. And then some nights when I get inspired, I'm right. going to go to the kitchen and put a special on the menu. Yeah, because um, it's difficult. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Even a food truck. When I was in L.A. Because I want to go back to L.A. When I was in L.A., I wanted to come back to New York. But, like, you know, it's nice. I mean, it's got its issues. Like you said, all this shit you said about L.A. is correct. But at the end of the day, it's cheaper. It's easier. The weather is great. Yeah, it's lame. And they got some lame people. But, again, I'm, I'm, um, I started out. I went to law school to be an entertainment lawyer. I did that for a little bit. And then, um you know, the market collapsed, similar to what, that's when you were saying about what happened with production, the similar thing happened to the legal field, which is funny, like, it's kind of exactly the same thing, so I had this skill set that I had from my career before I went to law school, that was coming, and I could make a lot of money, so I came back here to that, but right now, recently, like, this ain't really what I want to do, so, yeah, I mean, I want to fucking represent artists, I want to fucking do deals, I want to, like, I'm, at my job right now, my day job, I'm involved with, um, I don't really want to say what we do, but, like, I'm involved in the process of when the bank brings, I work for a bank, we bring on clients, and what my specialty is, is tech clients, so there's a lot, all these new techs, and fintechs, and like all these new Snapchats, or the Twitters, or whatever it is, all these new tech companies that are trying to get deals and financing through the bank, that's, they gotta, that's what our, our division makes sure everything is okay. So, you know, we look at the con. It's, look at the contracts, different stuff. So it's kind of related to what I want to do, but my hustle on the side is I'm getting back to the entertainment law. So long story short, my plan is to take the Cal. I'm, I'm barred in New York. I'm not barred in California. So my plan is next June, not this one, next June to take the California bar, hopefully pass and get back to L.A. Because, you know, I got my father's property. I got a little bit of change. I, I'm doing okay, but like, I don't want to pay a million dollars for these little small ass condos they got in New York, and I don't even really want to be here. I'm tired of the weather. It's expensive. <laughs> All the people that made New York fly are kind of moving either in Atlanta or they in Florida, or a lot of the creatives are going out to LA because it's just nicer. So it, it is. It's 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 a whole other vibe. Um, I, and, I, and I'm missing it. I hope I get back to it. And, and another thing I'm I'm working on right now. I'm um, writing and getting ready to submit a TV show pitch. So you could end up being my lawyer. We might. Hey, up. keep. I, I will certainly do that. Um, I, I, my, my other goal, the outside of the restaurant and low Wi-Fi in Thailand, is, is to be the lesbian Anthony Bourdain and um, get on TV. Um, there's no market for. I was gonna say the lesbian TV. market is out there, bro. It's on. out there. I'm trying to fucking start. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. I tell people all the time, Ellen stole my style, my nigga. I love Ellen to death, but I was dressing fly like that way before motherfucking Ellen, and I want my goddamn credit. Listen, check my sneaker and wing Yeah, right? Like, no, but, um, no, I, I was thinking, see, I don't know, I, I should talk to somebody. I'm like, yo, it's all these fucking lesbians out here with, like, all these fucking ideas, and we could do, like, like, 
I don't know. Like we should have, we should. And there's no outlets. None. And there's definitely an audience. It's not just gay men. All the gay entertainment is geared towards gay men. Yeah. And it's like, there is like they like. Oh, do you watch Drag Queen? I'm like, nah. That's not really interesting to me. I mean, I I know a lot of people. Right, the L word, and then what we got now? Nothing, really. We have nothing right now. We have no lesbian shows. Because it ain't enough of us in hot. That's what I'm saying. Like, So I want to get back to that, because I'm like, yo, there's a lesbian audience out there, and it ain't just little femme-on-femme shit that y'all always doing, where, oh, let's let's all wear heels and and wear um, earrings, and I ain't judging that. I know there's a lot of people out there like that, but as you know, that's not like realistic. That's the that's uh, what is that shit called? Like the male gaze version of lesbians. Like that's not Yeah, it's a it's a whole spectrum of us. It's a it's a whole spectrum of what we like and what we want to listen to and I would love to you know and, and it's not it's not it wouldn't be a lesbian driven food. Yeah, no I know what you mean. I'm a lesbian. Right. I'm a woman, and I cook. And, and yeah, it'll have my flavor and my spin and a little bit of my audience in that. And you know, right now the food shows are you know I love Anthony Bourdain he's literally like yeah I like him too animal, Who's but your... he does politics yeah. and food in his shows which yeah. is great because I would fucking fuck with it um and uh Anthony Zimmerman eating all type of nasty shit yeah who, who's your, um, so who's your, like, favorite, because I try to, you know who I like, but I don't know how people feel about him, the guy who, um, the, the um, Fresh Off the Boat was based on, Eddie Huang, Eddie Wong, I think his name is, he's on Vice, he has this show called Wong okay. Track. I know you're talking about. You like him? I, I do, um, I like his style, um, I don't, like I said, I don't find any chef right now particularly boring that I follow. Like, I watch all the Netflix shows. Okay. I watch Viceland. Who's like, trash? What's a, what's a trash chef that, like, you like, don't, that motherfucker is garbage. Because <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I try to find a cooking show that, you know, I like that dude. I do watch Anthony Bourdain a lot. Um, Ooh, But, like, who's a, like, a trash? Like, I watch some stuff, and I'm like, ooh. Like, a lot of... Sonny Anderson is basic. I think the, that, that whole show, The Kitchen, is yeah. basic. Okay. Um, like, they on there microwaving... And making nasty shit. Some of that shit be nasty as fuck. Like, who wants right. to eat that? It's like, what are you cooking? So, I, the show I'm writing right now, if it got picked up, it's it completely different. Um, and it's not, it's in the middle, and it's a whole different spin. It's not the the expensive chefs that we'll never get to their five-star Michelin ring. You <laughs> might, you might, never know. You you can see about it. I've been to the Blue Hill. Blue Hill in New York is the best restaurant I've been to. I believe there are three star Michelin. Okay. Um, phenomenal meal. Phenomenal okay. meal. But two hundred dollar date Twitter ain't gonna make it because that that dinner was about probably five six hundred. Nah, them um, niggas ain't them they ain't worth they. Ain't, they <laughs> If, nah, if you complain about two hundred dollars, I'm like, that's a regular date in New York. That's not even nothing fancy with two people eating. They broke, yo. They broke. I'm telling you, can tell who's broke on Twitter. Twitter is very socially, economically stratified. You stratified, my bad. You can tell who's motherfucking broke on that bitch. I'm just like y'all, like two hundred dollars is With two people, with two meals and some drinks and appetizers, that's two hundred dollars, my nigga. Like, what are you talking about? If you went to the movies and dinner, that's two hundred. Yes, yes. Two hundred dollars day Twitter got to do something with their life. I don't. I think it went.
went up now. Last I saw it was like seven hundred. I don't know. They're broke. Man. You could tell. You could tell they be broke. What about Martha Stewart? I love Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart is a white woman I can get with. I love her Snoop Show. Dude, yes, 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 yes. They have literally the freshest, un- never done before cooks- cooking show ever. Yes. Right? And I'm pretty sure Martha is always drunk and high. Oh, for sure. She's lit. For sure. Martha old school though. Martha's a G. Martha went to jail. Them feds was like, Martha was like, look, I'm moving my motherfucking money and I'll do that shit again. And if y'all want me to go sit up in Connecticut for a year, then I guess that's what I do. And Fuck y'all. Like, wasn't it like $250,000? <laughs> yeah. Talking about inside a tip. Bitch, somebody called me be like, look, sis, this shit about to go under. You got to move your shit. Anybody, come on. I'm gonna just lose my money. Martha was worth millions and she said, oh, now my $250,000. That's a lot of money. People that's say that. That's a lot of money. Like, I don't care how much money you got. That's a lot of money. And went to jail and did that time on her head. head, Like, whatever. And I come out and I'm still going to be walking in the billions, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Right? Like, Martha's a fucking Um, G. I I love that cooking show. They're hilarious. Yeah. They're drunk. It's natural. It's funny. And her food be popping. I try. I watched Martha that one when she said you're supposed to uh, marinate the. The, uh, I mean, uh, put the chicken in an ice bath for two days. I did that shit. She, one of them, it was her, it was the one, it was her, Rick Ross was the guest on there. And she was like, you put the chicken in some ice and put it in, um, a little salt, which you know, but she said do it for two days. So I did that shit. And it worked. That chicken was juicy than a bitch. I was like, alright, Martha. Ice bath chicken. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, I do it now. Every time I do my chicken, I do that. I don't do it for two days, but I'll in the you know in the morning or whatever, I put some ice in it, put the little two tablespoons of salt, and let it sit. And she, she says it pulls out the top. I mean, I get organic chicken anyway, but you know, it put when you come home, all the blood and everything be out the chicken, it'd be nice yeah. and white. So, yeah. man, let me tell you, I'm gonna give a tip to two hundred dollar Twitter and five dollar Instagram. Take y'all ass to the farmers market. Yeah. So, if you don't know about a farmer's market in your city, hit Google. It's Al Gore's internet. It's free. <laughs> um, hit Google and find your farmer's market. So literally every Sunday I walk to my great exercise. You, what, you take 30 bucks, you got three bags of vegetables and fruit, and in a grocery store that will run you $65, $70. Yeah. Like, go out there and support your local farmer's market. Get those fresh veggies. Get that fresh fruit. And it lasts longer. That shit you it buy in the market is gonna be bad in two days. Lasts so much. It literally lasts good six to seven days until your next trip to the farmer's market because yep. most of them don't have that much um, crap on them and sprays, so they, they last longer. And yeah, man, cook. Get in the kitchen. My first cookbook is literally like, yo, get your ass out of like takeout and fast food. Get some fresh food. Like, I don't work out like I should, but and people are like, how do you eat so much? <laughs> Oh, you a Taurus? Yeah, man. Uh, we had this. We had this Twitter beef today. You're a cancer. That's right. Best people in the world. Whew. That's right. Everybody not able. My mom was. A, my mom was a Taurus. What's? I don't understand why y'all slander us so. We are misunderstood. That's what y'all don't understand. Cancers don't only tell y'all what y'all want. What we want y'all to know. Y'all put all the other shit on us. <laughs> 
That's all I'm saying. So y'all, I had to sip my Jack Daniels as <laughs> the cancer sign. Look, all I Dana know is Daenerys <laughs> Dragon, Queen of All. I never said we wasn't crazy. I've never said that. <laughs> I admit that. But we are not irrational. We are very rational people. People say we're emotional. I'm like, yes, I may feel 20 emotions in 10 minutes, but I'm going to give you the one I give you, and then in the next five minutes, I'm going to be over it. So, ladies, I'm single, but if you're a cancer, I've already dated seven of you, so it's going to be a no from me. <laughs> Whatever. We cool as a fan. We cool as shit. All we want to do is love you. I know Gemini, everybody know Geminis cause they crazy motherfucker and every Gemini I have ever met has been crazy the motherfucker so I don't know how much it is really is to this this um astrology shit but them motherfuckers are crazy and they are consistent and I don't know like I don't I never really I mean I still you know it's a bunch of bullshit sorta but I have read some things that like um do apply perfectly, but I mean, that could be anything, but when I, t- when I speak to other cancers, though, like, it's like, it's like when you, when you meet somebody, and you talking with their brain, and they talking with your brain, like, we click, I'm like, nigga, you understand when you get me, like, I, okay, yes, so, I do think, I do think there's something to it, like, and, and a lot of people, like, try to, you know, I'm not a super religious person, like, I, I just find it funny how some people will, will believe, like, with all their heart, that, you know, a man could die and then rise up to save the world. That's not ridiculous. That's that happened. But if you say something about like, well, you know, astrology, oh, that's nonsense. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, like. Right. So, so, so you telling me Jesus gotta right? Everybody with one fish. Right. It's it's just crazy. That's crazy talk. Right. So. I said that to say, you know, you never, I don't dismiss anything. I, uh, no, I dismiss organized religion because I think organized religion, if it's anything that's some bullshit, it is that, in my opinion. All this other shit, I don't I know. I can support that. All this I other shit. All I know is the Asians get been, been, been civilized for a lot longer than the rest of the world, and they ain't been Christian. They got their own little Buddha, Shanto, whatever fuck they celebrate over there. Why do you think I'm trying to go to Thailand? Yeah. So I'm like, 
it's it's all kind of ways in the world that that people got along just fine, and it seemed like everything got fucked up when y'all came with y'all Christianity bullshit, and that's when the whole world got fucked up. So basically, yeah, it's like so. Listen, here's a Bible, couple pieces of fish, and we gonna make you. Right, and you're inferior, and you're inferior. We're gonna make you a slave, and um, we're never gonna give you anything because you know we're the appointed people from God, even though we look like shit. Um, and have yeah, well, I'm not even disgusted. That is the dumbest shit in the world. Like, nigga, I and you ain't even. They keep everybody listing Barack Obama's accomplishments. I'm like that motherfucker ain't gotta have none of that shit. People get paid for making appearances. He ain't gotta explain his money or why. That's Barack Obama, the former president. Listen, he you got paid me a hundred dollars, right? Right. Right. I'm like bottle girls get paid to show up in the club. People get paid. You don't go do things for free. Like I don't get. I am there. I will support your chicken been cutting for the low, low, $500 future yeah, stupid ass I'm like why I hate like that's the one thing about Twitter starting to really get on my nerves a little bit like yeah. y'all motherfuckers just aren't like you some things you can just let it go you don't gotta argue everything if motherfucking jo- and it was funny cause I guess the girl that started it is the new gay editor of HuffPost which I didn't even know HuffPost had a new black gay editor she black or I don't know she colored I don't know if she's black she's a person of color um and I guess she tweeted that out, and I'm like, that was something y'all could have just let go. Like, y'all give things energy, especially on Twitter, because you make a trend, and it gets retweeted. Next thing we know, here it go on the news, and it's like, oh. Yeah, if y'all would have just let that shit pass by without a comment, it would have died. Don't give... I mean, that, that's the danger about social media and everyone now. I, I, actually, I, I blame original um, 80s Oprah telling everybody they got a voice. Um, so that's social media, and everyone has a voice. And my first year on my food page on Instagram, my my I I, I hate the word. I'll say followers. My followers will tell you I cuss people out. Bring <laughs> your vegetarian ass <laughs> on a page that you see all this damn meat <laughs> checking me about shit. I didn't come over to your salad eating the ass page. Come on, somewhere to me. So I would stay cussing people out, and then I'm a tourist from Detroit, so I'll go for. Vegetarians are the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it makes it rough. I don't post um, a lot anymore because of well engagement and people's opinions and energy. And I'm working on pop ups and cookbooks, so I just right. Don't you don't got post. time. I right. cook some shit tonight. Um, but yeah, it's annoying. The, the internet is annoying. And Twitter and opinions. And I'm getting better people. with it. Like. I'll scroll past a lot of things what really irks me, I'm trying to get better with this this what really lately been irritating me, like I like, when people it's clear to me when somebody is tweeting something to have people respond, and when people are just tweeting something on their, the thing about Twitter is people like to say it's a chat room but it's not really a chat room it's a message board, right so just because you put something on there it doesn't mean you're looking for a response right? Exactly, that's just you throwing your thoughts right, right right, it can stick like I didn't ask you, like if I'm asking, people know how to tweet when they're asking stuff, so I hate when I tweet something and somebody will enter my mentions, and it's like, I was not seeking dialogue. Like, I just said, 
I think this album is hot. If you don't think it's hot, you can put shit is trash on your TL. Like, you know, right, you can put that on your message board. Right. You can, you can read my thoughts. Right. Don't Right. You go to your page and say, well, I didn't think that Kendrick Lamar album was hot. Right. That restaurant. It don't got nothing to do with what the hell I put on my message. Right. And some, right. And if I put an opinion on there, you don't have to put your contrary fucking opinion. I didn't put my opinion on your tier. I didn't at you and be like, hey, I think that motherfucking shirt is trash. You know what I mean? I'm like. That's why I say, because people out here just avoiding it. That's why I look at my other chef friends just. Yeah. So that's what's been annoying me lately. I, but I get good with it. Mute, you know how? Because Twitter made that mute conversation. Good job, Twitter. Clutch and mute people. Clutch, clutch. Because I don't necessarily. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to block you. Only I block people for like being offensive or just like I, people that like coming in want to argue off of one tweet when clearly it's in the you know trying to. <laughs> No, if it's mute and they at you, you'll pop up. That's why mute is good because the person don't know you muted them. Because they don't know. Because if they at you, you'll they'll you'll see it so you can respond. But they so they don't know that you muted them. That's why it's great. You ain't got to deal with the why you block me and uh, the niggas subbing you. The niggas gonna sub you regardless. I don't give a fuck about a sub. I don't respect that shit. Um, but I'm just saying. I do, and I don't be. I'm. I don't know. That's bitch shit to me. I'm like, nigga, you can fucking die over there subtweeting. If, you, if it's really that serious, then you you should say something. And if you don't, I'm never gonna give you no attention or no energy because I'm a cancer and I don't believe in that shit. And I'll <laughs> watch you fucking die. That's accurate. Cancer, well, cancer and Taurus in that in that realm are the same, and maybe that's why our signs get along so well. Yeah. I will watch you. Dehydrated, and die, and, right die, and don't care. give a fuck. <laughs> I, I fuck with who I fuck with, and if I don't, you are literally clear to me. I don't see you. Dead, <laughs> dead to me, dead to me, dead. So that's so what. We definitely have that in, in common with our signs. Yeah, subs is funny to me. I'd be like, word. <laughs> and then I'll I'll just keep saying whatever the fuck I'm saying. Like you ain't gonna come over here, so whatever. Um. Alright, so I told you that you know, we do a little uh, current event. I, I changed the format for you okay. being a guest. But I did want to discuss this since this is um, in the news lately. The um, Aaron Hernandez situation where now it's looking like um, I don't know, I think yesterday um, the lawyer put out a statement that the letter being there was not true, and people were trying to disparage his character, which I think is funny, because this motherfucker was in jail for, um, with no parole for killing somebody, and then was on trial for killing two other people, who he probably did kill, even though he was found not guilty, that don't, you know, we know, we know that that doesn't mean you didn't do it, and I watched that 30 for 30 on ESPN, I don't know if you did too, when we found out all the other motherfuckers he was trying to kill, and shot, and all the new motherfucker was out there. And I just thought it was funny that none of that would dis- and and the fact that he killed himself in the manner that he did, but none of that would disparage his character. But that he was bisexual or gay, whatever the case, that was gonna just. Dis- I thought that was I thought that was funny. But I I just wanted to. I, as soon as I read that, you know how like there's certain issues like for instance when Whitney Houston died, you know there's always those rumors about Whitney or whatever, and um I know like 
sources in the industry that knew her very well and I had always heard those rumors but I'm not saying that I didn't believe them but like you know how it is like unless people say a lot of shit and people talk a lot of shit and I'm like I don't believe nothing because you never know right but I had always heard that rumor and I even after she died I still didn't believe it I didn't believe it until Oprah interview Sissy Houston after Whitney had died. You see that interview? Yeah. And when and when I saw that interview, I was like, damn it. The shit just clicked and everything made sense. And I was like, that motherfucking shit was true. And that's why Whitney is motherfucking dead right now. Because that shit fucking drove her to her fucking grave. And the same thing happened when they released that news about Aaron Hernandez. I was like, Cause it was that story. Everybody was like, "Dude, what the fuck is wrong? Why would you do this?" Where is his rage coming from? Where is this all coming from? Where is, I mean, he still did what he did and all those things, but where is that coming from? Yeah, like, why are you throwing your life away? And they were saying about his dad died, but I read all those articles and I was like, "But his dad died when he was 15, I believe." Yeah, and so. That yeah, and I'm up. like, that doesn't add up to what he's doing right now because his dad dying, if that was going to derail him, that would have derailed him at 15. It wouldn't, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I, I was like, damn it, that makes sense. That is a secret. That motherfucker did all this to cover that secret up. And that's just like the same thing I said when Whitney died. The thing about the, there was a lot of shit when Whitney died, but it just was sad yeah. to me because I was like, by all accounts, Everybody who ever spoke to her and knew her said how great she was, how bright of a light yeah. she was, how nice of a person she was. I, she, I, I literally met her the year to the day that she died, the, the previous Grammy weekend. Dang. And I went to a good friend um, birthday party who was close friends with Ray J and Brandy, the, all this, the show I worked on. And we're in VIP and I'm throwing back shots. Now, 11 years in L.A., wasn't starstruck too many times. Right. I, who they, give a was fuck? Was in the same room with Janet Jackson once. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, my daddy went. My daddy went to high school with Patti LaBelle, so I've been in some places right. too. So Whitney in the other VIP, and I was like, man, I'm gonna throw about two more shots at him and go say hello. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Whitney Houston, goddamn. If I get put out, I get put out. That's Nippin Houston over there. Right. So I went and tapped her. Nothing. Tap her again. Nothing. Finally, this dude tapped her. Your spirit. It kills your spirit. It's um, it kills your spirit, and if you can't, even with all that money, you can't be who you are. Right. What it's about. And you got to provide for everybody else, and nobody's providing for you. And when she died, and Bobby, I can't. Whatever. I, I, I'm not gonna say nothing about Bobby Brown. Aaron Hernandez. That the whole bisexual story. I believe it. It's. I mean, I, I definitely would. Put it in the belief column. Um, I definitely would. It would make sense to a lot of things. It fills in a lot of gaps. It fills in so many gaps. Level of rage and like why he killed that guy. They said that's why he killed that 
guy in the first place because he was going out his secret. And it makes even more sense that he if that if he killed that guy to cover that, it makes even more sense that he would kill himself if he knew that that was secret was about to come out, which is what the rumor is that that was about to come out. And I don't think I mean, listen, we don't trust the, the cops or the COs or anything like that. But I don't really see a reason for them to lie to say it was three letters there. And it, like, what would be the point of making that up if it wasn't true? And then the, yeah, you, you definitely ain't gonna be trying to make up too much stuff with a spotlight case like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and yeah. and the cops said that too. The cop, the police are actually the one to cooperate it because they came out and was like, yeah, we um, and perhaps he knew that. Perhaps. I don't know where it got back to him that the police were about to say that, but I know I read the police say, yeah, we think that that was the motive for the murder in the first place, because it never made sense when it was on the, the ESPN and all that, when I watched that, and they were like, this gang stuff, and I was like, really though? Like, right. yeah, that, that doesn't, it just never added up, it never made sense, like, nigga, you playing on the New England Patriots, y'all won the Super Bowl, like, you are a star player, you wasn't no bench rider, you was a star fucking player. And you going you doing this gang shit? Like I just it never made sense to me. It never, ever, ever well, that made part sense to never me. Never made sense to me when celebrities and rich people do gang life after. Like no, but they be doing it for fake though. Aaron Hernandez was doing that shit for real. That nigga was riding around being a shoot niggas. Like he was doing he was doing that shit for real. Like he's a bacon and chill out. But that makes sense if that's if that's what it was. So I believe it, and I just think it's sad. Like, but that just goes to show. Like, people say people choose gay. Really, this motherfucker threw his entire life away and killed himself because he'd rather do that than have it be known that he liked men or yes. whatever the case. A lot of people try gay on and, and all these other titles, um, but you know, I I'm, I'm very much a proud lesbian because I know the struggle and the journey it took for me to get here and especially for a religious family Pentecostal oh, okay. oh wow yeah so that's I what Whitney was, was that's what Whitney was yeah very strict religion um I know I was gay like as young as I think my kindergarten or first grade teacher she was really? crazy and sexy I mean I I'm sorry that. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. I had no fucking idea until I was like twenty, until I was like eighteen or nineteen that I might be gay. I knew something was up. I didn't. I had a yeah. on my best friend in high school for sure. So like, I knew it, it coming out is is a whole ass process, and I, I have a twin sister. She actually out of me to my family, but it's a lot, and I'm thankful that when I did come out at like twenty one, twenty two. I didn't lose any family members, and I didn't lose any friends, and, you know, even my family that's very religious right now, um, still to this day, defend me over the years of understanding this isn't a choice for me, this is my lifestyle, and I only had two options, kill myself or be true to myself. Yeah. it's you know thankfully they they've come around and they they check their church friends. Like, yo, my sister might get into... No, definitely will. It's just funny with all the un- just all the wonders in the world that that human beings really feel like God gives a fuck about who. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like, you yeah. think we the problem, and you know we can quote the Bible better than anybody. We always got the we, it's like, dude, you swear that this breeding uh, setup is all that there is, and it's, it's not. Nature has so much variety, and for you to think that that's it, like it's just ridiculous. Like it's so stupid. But um, yeah. that's. 
that's odd that you said because I don't even like telling my coming out story because I don't really have one. Like my my gay transition is so fucking subpar, B. Because like because like because I didn't have like I don't have these grand coming out story like like you said before. I didn't. I had no idea I was gay, but I knew something was off. I never not I. I never had a problem getting boy. I've never had a problem getting boyfriends. I've never had it. Never had an issue with that. Like boys always liked me. Yep. I I didn't dislike them. Like right. Like yeah. Like I didn't dislike them. Like I get along with with. I have a lot of male friends. Like I get along. I don't not one of these men. Like they be like oh lesbians hate yeah. men. I love dudes. Like I love yeah. men. Like I get along yeah. with them really well. Like I don't have an issue. I was raised by my father. Like I get along with men really well. Right. But. I just never like when you went to high school and all the girls just all the all the boys and all the girls liked always liked me. I just I sound horrible, but they did, and so but I and they would be like, "Oh, girl, so and so so fine. Why you don't like him?" And I just was like, "Eh, you know, like I can oh I can always take them or leave them. Like they would just be all crazy about me, and I'd be like, "You cool? You all right?" And like so I knew something was off. Yeah, I was like I knew something was off because I'm like. I don't be giving a fuck about these niggas. These girls be out here crying and just, you know, getting pregnant and all the shit that you go through as a teenager. And I just was, well, part of it's because I played sports. I was a three, uh, I was a varsity athlete, so I just really didn't have time. Yo, that makes a difference. Hey, hey, kids, no matter your sexuality. Yeah. I play tennis. I was a world Yeah. I just so I really just didn't have time. I just didn't yeah. feel like being bothered. I just didn't look, nigga. I got practice. I got this camp. Like you know, I just wasn't out on the corner trying to get seen or yeah. not like that. But even still, I just did not care. The cutest boy in the school that everybody in my high school loved loved me, and I just was like, I could take him or leave him. So when I got to college, which is what seventeen, I was seventeen as a freshman. Wait, no, oh, no I would have been eighteen. Cause I turned uh, summer birthday, so freshman okay. year I would have been eighteen. And it was this girl. Um, I I can't say too much because I know it's a lot of people that listen to this to go to Cornell and they gonna know who I'm talking oh. about. But um, it was this girl, very nice looking young lady. Um, but she was in the architecture school, which is five years, and she had done a semester abroad. So my first semester freshman year, she wasn't there, but I had heard of her because everybody's like, "Oh, she's bisexual." And this is like early '90s, where you know. But you know, it wasn't like now where you could just be by niggas. It was like she bought it. was like said in that kind of way. So whatever, I ended up meeting her. I can't even remember how to party. Whatever, who knows? Cornell Small said so that that many black people there. I meet her. It's fucking beautiful, like gorgeous as fuck, fine as fuck. And I'm like, all right, I'm not sure what's happening here, but it's something happening here. Like she had, she had the Prince effect on you. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm some. I feel warm inside. I don't understand what's happening here. And, and <laughs> And she liked me back. And so, long story short, I've told this story before, but long story short, man, we, um, so summer of that year, well, you know, most freshmen after the first year, y'all don't stay for the summer, go home. Yeah, yeah. But I was trying to, I stayed, because I was trying to be with her. Same. I was like, I'm trying to go. Yeah, so I stayed for the summer. And that summer, man, I, um, subletted, me and her subletted in the, t- these off-campus apartments, um, on West Campus called the Townhouses. Me, her, and like some of our, a few of our friends, we sublet it. And um, that summer, man, and that's the first time I smoked weed. And that summer is the summer that um, it was summer of ninety three. It wasn't. I 
can't remember. Early night. It wasn't ninety five okay. yet. It wasn't ninety five yet. So that okay. was the, whatever the summer that the um uh the scenario remix came out. Remember Busta Rhymes scenario and then the remix with Q Tip and all them and, and Fife Dog and all them was on it. Whatever that summer was and, and Jump okay. Around came out that summer. That's over. Ithaca, Ithaca, New York, man. It's, we had the weed. She had bought black. She had this wine called Grappa that she bought back from when she was in Italy, nigga. She and that was and then and that was it and that was it and it was like you turned the switch on and I ain't had no big coming out story. I ain't announced shit. I just we was just it was just me and her and I was like, well, this I'm just gay now. <laughs> yes, yes, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. And then I just like, um, I had a few other like, you know, baby dyke uh, situations that ended up like baby dyke situations usually end up. And then, and then, um, I worked for a little bit. Then I went. That's when I was in Afghanistan and all that. And I was single all that time. And then I got my last ex uh, in law school. And me and I moved. She's from L.A., so I lived out there with her. And then um, came back here. That didn't work out. We still good. We still good friends, though. Came out here, and um, <laughs> now I'm just. And ain't I don't date like I don't I don't have to, I don't like it like I just it's people. Yeah, I, I, I am. My friends feel like I'm just jaded right now, but as I turn 39, I'm just I'm like committed to never having another relationship again and just enjoying life and my friends and. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a relationship, but I'm not gonna, it has to be some, it has to be for me. Like, it has to be the person for me. Like, I'm I not agree. gonna. But that, that's a hard, that's a hard, that's a hard card to fill. So, DC, all my friends are like, well, definitely dating is better than Seattle, because no <laughs> Yeah. Um. A lot of lesbians my, in DC, I hear. My friend asked me, like, well, what's going on with my dating life in DC? And I was like, okay, I feel like. I'm gonna get in trouble, but I feel like DC has three types of lesbians. Right? <laughs> I love y'all. Don't get mad at me. Um, woke. <laughs> Shame moisture. Yeah. Shame moisture. Um, which is cool. Which cool. I'm, I'm woke too. I, I watch Rachel Maddow. I'm trying to make sure these bombs don't go off, but I'm not that woke. So you got that lesbian. Um, then you got. I probably went to an Ivy League or Spellman and had some girls <laughs> in my dresser drawer. Them, them my favorite so, ones, honestly. Them be the freaks. True. Very, very true. But as far as long-term relationships, they're annoying. Yeah, okay. Then you have the broken ones. that, And this is what my dating life all of last year looked like. <laughs> because I haven't dated yet in 2017. My dating life in 2016 was the lesbian who sees a red flag, even though you working on your red flag <laughs> in therapy, and like pulls the trigger and calls the shit quit, and you like, because they so broken that they don't even recognize that Joe ain't working on your flag. So I'm just out here making bacon uh, cookbooks, like fuck it. So <laughs> those are the three types of lesbians you see. Okay. Like, you know, like literally, you go cut your nose off. <laughs> Flag moment because I'm not here for it either. But y'all so broke. 
Work through your red flags is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Your red flag is just all over your face, right? All over your face. So those are the three type of lesbians that I've encountered in DC so far in my year, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna cook and chill. (laughs) Well, let me tell you about the New York lesbians, and I don't know if it's three kind because I really only run across two. Perhaps there's three, maybe levels. Um. (laughs) The first kind, which is absolutely under no circumstances ever in life would I ever date you, are um, the perhaps broken or I just wanted to try this lesbian shit and I got a baby and I'm looking for a stud to take care of my family because you know that's what studs love to do. They love to be baby daddies. Well, not this one, okay? And Harlem is full of these broads. They get on the train with their little strolls and their little babies and be trying to make eye contact. I see you trying to make eye contact, bitch. No. Yeah, I see you. I'm not stop. Nope, you get nothing. Nope, not not this one. I'm trying to run up ahead of you, and you know how they do that little glance back and shit. I see you, bitch. Nope, 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 nope. That's the first one. I'm not taking care. I don't want no. I'm not taking care of nobody, baby. I ain't dealing with nobody, baby, daddy. Y'all not really gay anyway. I know y'all better go on down to wherever y'all going to find whoever Shanique one them that want to be somebody. It's plenty of them out there that want to support you. They all work security. Go find one of them, not me. That's the first kind. The second kind, though, you know, do oh, and white girls. That's to have white girls third category. No offense, y'all know mulatto kills, but I'm just not. Unless you look like Angelina Jolie or like you just very super attractive, I'm just white. Not nothing. I, I love y'all. I got a lot of white girlfriends. I'm just not attracted. You gotta I, be I, like, you gotta be like Isabella Rosalini. Like, yeah, like we just don't. It's just, and it's not even the looks. Yeah, it's not even a looks thing. We just don't have a lot in co- like the, the white lesbians. We just yeah. don't have a lot in common. It's just, it's just, it's just a whole different world, different culture. Y'all watch. Be, it's gonna be like the shade butter moment on Twitter. Yeah, y'all watch different shit. Y'all, it's just not the same. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but there's these rich, nice, very. Fem- I like femme girls, very femme girls, but they not fucking with me because they trying to. And I understand because they trying to keep their business to themselves. They don't necessarily want nobody to know they lesbian or gay or whatever. And if you show up with me. It's obvious. Right. So they don't fuck with me. Understand. Whatever. Wait, wait, so wait, it's a whole section of rich lesbian New York. Film? It's a lot of lesbians in New York and these models and these actresses and these and these artsy people, these downtown, they, they be they be dykes, but they be dyking with each other because like I said, four models show up, you don't know they lesbians cause they just look like four models. Yes. So they not fucking with me. <laughs> That's the second time, not because they won't fuck, but like because what I just said, you show up There's to the no function, right? You show up to the function, me, it's obvious. Plus, I mean, I'm not broke, but like I, ain't, I ain't got. You gotta have loot to pull some of these broads, and like I don't at, at, at the moment, I'm not balling like that. Like I can't really pull a model, model. Like I'm, you know, maybe, but she ain't really trying to. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Right, like she can't, I can't just be on a Tuesday, hey, I'm, you know, jump on a G5, I'm going to Italy, I gotta work, bitch, I can't do that, I so, can't. you know I'm what I mean? I'm busy till all this week with work, I right. know it's for vacation. Right, so that's the second kind, and the third kind is, like you said, these wokes, and listen, God bless, but like, y'all gotta understand, like, a lot of y'all new to woke, 
A lot of y'all recent woke. A lot of y'all millennial wokes. Yes. My daddy is a crazy black man. Muslim from what my dad knew Malcolm X and Muhammad. My dad joined a nation of Islam. I try to tell people back in the 60s when Muhammad Ali turned his name from Cash Clay to Muhammad yeah. Ali, the nation of Islam was a very small sect. There was yeah. less than a hundred of them. They knew all knew each other because they was all in this sect. So my father knew Muhammad Ali, he knew Malcolm X, he knew Elijah Muhammad. All them dudes knew each other because it, it was it wasn't like this now. It wasn't no national Malcolm X had started expanding that shit, but it wasn't like it is now when you got niggas in LA and Farrakhan. Farrakhan and all that shit came later. Okay? My dad been a militant motherfucking black man for a long motherfucking time. The only reason my name ain't some crazy Muslim shit is cuz my mother was like, "No, nigga." Okay? <laughs> You taking it too far? You can read your little Qurans. You can bump your little head against the floor, whatever. I don't do do whatever you want to do. You want to call me the devil? That's fine. I'll be the white devil, all of that. But you're not my child's name is Kelly, and we're not naming it nothing else. Okay, that's that's why. Cause my daddy. So my mom died when I was young, when I was seven years old. So that's when I went to live with my father. So since I have been seven years old, I have been indoctrinated in wokeness. Okay. Prophet Muhammad this from the Nation of Islam to the, the Sunni. My dad been talking about this terrorist and all this shit from yeah, way. You like, y'all little new woke shit. Y'all new woke, nigga. I've been I've been battling against this shit my whole life. You know, new, new, new woke is like my very first boyfriend that I dated from kindergarten to sixteen, Blake. Like, extremely, all my boyfriends are like light skinned and handsome. Blake. Well, he, he got saved and joined the church in our 20s. So, New Walk is like that friend that gets saved. You be like, nigga, I'm happy for you, but I don't even know about Jesus. I know all of this shit. They want to tell you, well, have you read the autobiography of Malcolm X? Nigga, my father made me read that shit when I was eight fucking years old. Yeah, I read that shit. Please shut the fuck up. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's a difficult lesbian to well, you know, in the blah blah blah, I'll be like, so I can't do. And don't get me wrong, I'm not no. I, I'm very conscious and all of that. But a lot of y'all is performance woke, and y'all doing what y'all think y'all need to do, and y'all wearing y'all, yeah, y'all wearing y'all anks and y'all this and y'all that, and y'all putting the shit all on your face, and that's great. You look cute, but I don't give a fuck about that shit, and it's annoying because it's not. None of that is necessary to be conscious. So you just putting on a show. These are Cal's opinions. Y'all know how I get on here. I, I'm I'm speaking for myself. I'm just I'm I'm speaking for myself. No offense to nobody. I'm just telling y'all it's 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 tiring for me because I just don't think it's necessary. Because I've read a lot. I've read all the books. I'm college educated. I got a degree. I went to the best schools in my whole life. I get good grades. I'm, I'm educated. I'm knowledgeable. I know. I've gone through it all. Some when I stuff that I thought was legitimate when I was 21 and 22, I was I was down. Listen, we want to burn this shit down. Let's burn it down. I'm older now, and I've seen more things, and I figured out a little bit, and I've traveled, and I've been other places, and I've been almost killed in Afghanistan, and my um I'm different now, and I think it, differently it, it, now. It takes it, it takes a lot, so it's like yeah, well. Woke lesbian, don't, especially woke millennial lesbian. I, def, I, well, I can't date nobody under thirty-two, and I feel like that should be thirty-five. But um, 
they do too much. They do too much. You got you got too much energy, girl. Sit down, relax. It's a lot. It's a it's a lot. You it's cannot save the world. The dating scene is a lot, and I've given up, and I just focused on food and my friends. And I just that. pray. I just pray, God. If it's somebody out there for me that I'm supposed to be with, put me in the right place. Let me say the right thing. Let me make the right move. And and if you don't do that, then I'll just assume that I'm just supposed to be by myself. Like, cause yeah, I that's all right. That's yeah, all right. like I can't like I and I keep saying like in New York, there's there's a lot of events here. But again, you go out, it's a lot of young dykes, it's a lot of these baby dykes, and I ain't I you know I don't even understand that whole movement. They like, you know they got their fitted on and they sports bras and that's fine. I'm not hating on nobody. I did that shit too, but. I just want to go to the club and chill out and have a drink and see somewhere. I ain't got time for you to be getting mad, um, Shakisha, because I'm looking at your little girlfriend. Both of y'all to 18 years old, 19, 20. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm old enough to be a. I'm old enough to be your mom. Your girlfriend is not cute. Do, do, um, it is. It, it's no not to you know. However, people want to party, but I've never done lesbian clubs and like lesbian events and you know of course I've gone every blue moon yeah but it's always so much drama and yeah and I'll be trying to like I gotta get out more and yeah but, and, and, but now I mean you know out more is you know it's the restaurant scene it's the lounge scene and it's it's the cigar bars it's a it's couple it's lounges and so I, I, I be going by myself though wait, That's... So wait, what's your favorite place to eat in New York oh mm-hmm. there's so many places um give me, give me some give me some good places New York is, uh, I'm trying to think, what's the, um, there's a lot of new places in Harlem I haven't tried yet, what do I like here, um, oh, yeah, you caught me off guard, it can be a $5 spot, it can be a $200 spot, it can be a, (laughs) this is a chain, actually, that I really like, Rosa Mexicana, which is a Mexican, yeah, um, I'm trying to, there's a lot of places around my law school that we used to go to. Um, there's a, a restaurant in the Mandarin Oriental Hotel. There, that restaurant in there. It's a lot of diners around there. Let me think. Um, diners are always legit. Yeah, New York diners are what's up. Um, Listen, my favorite, hey, Cat's Deli, yo. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Richard lives in Queens. And um, Queens has great Asian food. So there's a, like a Vietnamese place that we go to out there. There's a Thai place we go to out there. But these are like little hole in the wall okay. places that are that are really that, dope. No, that's like literally the best food is the hole in the wall. Yeah. Like, if, if someone's like, hey, Aaron, give me a, a bunch of places in LA, I'm giving you all my hole in the wall. I'm going to yeah. Mexican brothers and sisters where you get a whole fucking real Mexican chicken for $8. Yeah. They're all on like the east side. There's this barbecue place over by Culver City that I used to go to that was really cool too. But um, yeah. So I don't know. A frame is dope in Culver City too. Next time you've been there, where is it? A frame in Culver City. No. Go there next time. Yeah. I um. I, I say I'm again. I I I roll by myself though. Like I don't roll with. Gr- groups of people, but you know I got. I don't know. It's, this one girl keep inviting me to this thing. Downtown, and it's a couple. I mean, it looks okay. I should probably just go and just and see if it's good or not. And if it's not, because this when we were in law school, is this place called Caddyshack that we used to go to in Brooklyn. They used to go there every weekend, but they closed. It was in Brooklyn. It was nice. It wasn't no problems. A nice mixed crowd because I don't like a lot of nigga shit. Like, sorry to say it like that, but I like a mixed crowd. If I go in there, it's a bunch of fitteds. Yeah, I'm I'm good on that. For a bunch of fitteds and tin boots, I'm good on that. I like a nice. I don't want all white girls either, though. The, um, but you know, so 
I don't know. I just gotta figure it out. Like I go out around here in Harlem, but that's nothing. Harlem, you just go out, you walk, you find a place, you go in it, no big deal. But I keep saying I'm gonna try. I, I should find some lesbian friends. I'm like, I'm never gonna find like. A, yeah, like I'm never gonna if I don't go nowhere. But like, I don't like people. I don't have, I don't have any in DC. Wait, do I? I don't think I have any in DC. Like, well, all of my female friends, we all live states apart. Which I me too. Like, that's my problem. None of my friends live here. I'm like, it's not that I don't have friends. They just don't live here. Yeah, I mean, I have my guy friends here, and then I have my straight uh, uh, homie here, but. Yeah, I don't, and it's like it's hard to make. Once you get this age, it's harder to make friends because like other things we just said, and it's like I don't know if I really give a fuck about you (laughs) enough to like to to know you. You know what I mean? Like I have some friends, like I made some friends, and it's cool, and it's cool. But like a lot of them are straight. Like the curse of the of the lesbian. I got mad straight women friends, which are great. I love y'all, but you know y'all straight shit. So sometimes you know. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out, but people try to hook me up, but I'm very finicky. I'm like, please don't try to hook me up because you don't know my taste. Like, I'm probably not going to like that person, and you know, like, I just, I have to be, if I'm not physically attracted, it's not going to work, and I know that sounds shallow, but it's just... It's not. It's, it's a realistic thing. I mean, my friends are always like, well, they, they knock me for my taste, but literally, literally, my taste is intelligent beautiful women I'm right like, and what's the problem with that like you got to be a, you got to be fly like you have to be physically attractive be or I'm going to be I cheating on your ass too. but I, I date um, I date very tall women and yeah. you know you don't have to like literally wear makeup every single day but nah. I mean, you, you got to know how to like I like your, your life yeah. and, but my ex is very I, I've gone I like fem girls scientists to nurses to actresses so yeah. literally my type is Smart. Yeah, you gotta have a career. I like you to know how to dress, like be fly, get your little nails, all the little fly shit, you know, whatever. Like I don't, I, yeah. So it's hard, whatever. I, I just like I said, I just pray. I'll be like, God, if if it ain't for me, then I thank you for the. I just fried chicken and cooked bacon through it. I thank you for the ones you sent me and for my health. <laughs> and, and, like, right and and you know thank you so much and but if it's something for me can you please send it to me i don't know how i'm gonna get it not leaving the apartment i'll um but i you know i feel like if anybody could do it you could do it lord so that's the that's the uh, the jaded lesbian like yes but you know god if you if you Open the window or door, Lord, and I will walk through it if that's what it's meant for me. So that's just how just that's where I'm at now. I'm just praying on it, like you know, I'm just praying. And I'm, I'm just trying to get. I don't think a woman has cooked dinner for me in five years. They never. You can forget that you a cook. Ain't nobody cooking for I the cook. That, I don't care that I'm a chef. What the fuck? So listen, ladies. Okay, here's another public service announcement. Cook for me. Listen, it's I'm not going to happen. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to appreciate it. I literally have not had dinner. I've had a couple breakfasts made for me. But I have not Nobody going to cook for the cook? That's like, no, it's not going to happen. They're not going to do that. Two they, things. Two things. I'm going to be single until a woman courts me because I'm old, dates me, asks me out, or cooks for and, and or cooks for me. <laughs> I'm not asking nobody else out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not cooking for nobody else. 
you have to ask me out and chase me. And it's so awkward. Like I, I, I don't know. People say I, my my issue. Do you have gaydar? Does like your gaydar work? Is it good? Because mine's just terrible. No, it, I think gaydar went out the window a smooth. No, it's a thing. No, no, I'm saying the. Oh, I should say the need for gaydar went out. You the think? Window. Oh, I just I hit on whoever I like. I don't care. Oh no, I don't like that. I can't do that because. No, I, see. I hit on whoever I like. I can't do the straight girls no more. I tried it. I well, refuse. Not no more, but that was my, my testimony. Because <laughs> they fall all in they they fall all in love and start acting fun. Now I'm not dealing with nobody boyfriend, nobody husband. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. My, yeah, I don't. I guess I don't. I, I don't use my gaydar because I just I, I feel like everyone's sex sexuality is so different. Like some people are just like extremely fluid, except for. One, well, I'll just speak for women. I'll leave men out of this because I ain't trying to upset them. Um, and they prostate. Um, <laughs> except for one percent of women that you, 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 you feel me? You got that one percent of, of chick that's like, I don't care if we're the last two motherfuckers on earth. Yeah, we're not getting this. I have and no idea. Right. I can never tell who's gay and who's not gay, and I kind of can't tell who like Everybody me. Is, man. Like, who doesn't I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true. I think women like attention. And women Ooh. like the focus to be on them, and and they will take it from from whoever will give it to them. So yeah, they might kiss you, yeah, they might flirt with you, but they not really gay. Like they just like the attention, and maybe it's cool. You can tell those, you can tell, tell those very very quickly. That's most of them. I feel. <laughs> I feel that's most of them. Like I I don't feel like and. I like, I mean, I'll date bisexual. I used to not date bisexual women. I used to give bisexual women hell, but now I actually prefer them because lesbians are so insufferable, as we've just said, and bisexual women tend to... Wait, wait, no, no, no. As I said, as I said, I just, you know, I, I, I shouldn't say that. It's some cool lesbians out there, I'm sure. I've just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about... Right. They fall in love with me and, and respect my growth and I respect their growth. Right. I absolutely want that. And I want to a partner for her and make two snacks. Right. And I do. I absolutely do. That understands like, you and understands your love language and don't yeah, bother you do. all the time and ain't always a just always yeah 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 you always got yeah. arguments about stupid shit that you just don't want to argue about because it's stupid. Why can't you just fucking act right? <laughs> And I'll act right, or if not, we could just stay away from each other while we not acting right and hook back up later. But whatever, I'd rather do anything than argue. Huh? You're like you're like Howard I just I just don't want to argue. I'm too old, like nigga. I, I'm. I don't say. Yeah, I'm not set in my ways, but like when you get a certain age. You just know what you like and what you don't like, you do. and you certain do. people. And when you're younger, people are like, "Oh, well, you could try." No, I, I'm not going to try it. Just, I'm not being stubborn. I've already tried it, and I know that it's not for me. I, I used to get in trouble a lot in my relationships. Like, you still mad? Like, what's going on? You, you hungry? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm so confused. Right, it's over. Like, okay, we it's over with. We had the argument. We said we said it's settled now. Like, what, what, you, it's four days later. What is your problem? Right, like we had two dinners since then. Like, what is the problem? Just please leave the shit where you just put it back where it goes, and it, that won't be no issue. I definitely don't like the only issue I don't like in relationships is 
is like literally if I say yo no the sky is actually gray and you try to argue me down other because the sky is gray like why are you wasting my time you just like it's gray you want to make an argument about something that is not an argument just because you want to have something to say the sky is gray it's ridiculous. That's, I mean, usually I just go in the kitchen and start cooking and be like... Man, like, I don't have time. The older you get, you don't have time for that. Like, listen, I'm not going to be having you rolling your eyes and you got an attitude with me for two days because you don't want to accept that the sky is gray. It's my favorite thing to tell people. So, you know, I, and I know you've seen this before. You ever seen a homeless couple fighting? <laughs> yeah. So, every time... And neither one of us got a roof over our heads. Every time I see the homeless couple fighting, I just be like, it's literally you deserve better. You feel me? That's like, why are we arguing? Why are we arguing? If I say, if I say, please don't do that because it is annoying. That should be it. I shouldn't have to explain to you why it's annoying. I don't. You shouldn't feel away. I just please. It is annoying. I am. 40 something years old I know what annoys me and that's one of the things right. please do not do it damn list. yes and I won't do these things that annoy you I promise and I'll do you one extra cause I won't even argue with you about it I just it's, won't do them it's so easy it's so easy <sighs> you yeah. would think dating lesbians man alright so <laughs> I wanted to keep this to an hour but right. we, we, we went on But this, this is a good episode I love having guests I love going out of format Because those end up being my best shows So shout out to both of your books Again Alright um, So the first one is Culinary Cool Everyday Food You can go to the Instagram page At Lesbian the Kitchen L-E-S-B-I-N the Kitchen Click on the um, link It'll take you right to that Or you can search for it on Amazon iTunes um, the second book, working on that, Bacon, Bitches, and Breakups. Um, Which trying is to drop name. it in November, but might not happen until next year. Um, really trying to give you guys an incredible experience and different type of cookbook. Um, trying to get some pop-ups going in D.C., so just follow the Instagram page for all of that. And, um, yeah, um, book me for personal chef gigs. And, again, you can catch that email on the Instagram page. And that's it. Hook it up. All right. So this is uh, thanks for asking. Hey, I was gonna change the name of this to Kel's Radio. What you think? I like that. I was thinking about doing it. Um, but for right now, it's episode one hundred. Thanks for asking. And this is say it again. Say your book again. Episode one hundred. Uh, let's be in the kitchen. No, book two. Uh, No, bacon bitches and breakups. That's the name of this. Bacon bitches and breakups. Bacon bitches and breakups. Thanks for asking. Episode one hundred. Um, bacon bitches and breakups. Um. Uh, y'all can email me. I've seen y'all been sending me some email. Been getting a lot of uh, since I changed the format. Uh, the the overwhelming majority of people uh have been positive and say they like this. So glad I'm glad y'all like it. And again, I'm still sorting out the format. Um, I'm gonna do this again. I'm gonna have people guess again. Um, and it's always gonna be somebody fly and somebody with things popping, not just some bullshit. Um, <laughs> hit my hit my um emails. Thanks for asking podcast Please follow me on Twitter. Thanks for shit. 
I, I, I swore I was gonna be ready and have it memorized for y'all. I'm just the fucking. I'm the fucking worst. Um, hold on. So it is thanks underscore for asking without the G. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, thanks underscore for asking without the G, capital T, capital F, capital A. There's probably an easier way to say that. I will figure it out. Um, all right, y'all. So, um, thanks for listening, and that's our episode. And I think this is a good one, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Peace. <laughs>